From Studio 102 in the scenic BBG Annex, it's Hearts of Fire, a podcast for the team at BioBridge Global, where we're working every day to save and enhance lives through the healing power of human cells and tissue. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Adrian Mendoza, and with me today is Mackenzie Taylor and Audra Taylor. So I'm so honored to have you guys with us. And uh, you're our first mother and daughter duo, and you're working here together. So a lot of my questions are going to revolve around that. Um, so first, I want to just kind of hear a little bit about your different roles. So uh, how, what do you do? Maybe I'll start with Audra. What do you do? And tell us how long you've been with our organization. All right. Well, good morning. It is a great opportunity to be here. I am the new executive director for Blood Operations at South Texas Blood and Tissue, BioBridge Global. Um, I'm probably the newest member of the team. Uh, started on 28 November and just very excited to be here. Excellent. What about you, Mackenzie? All right. I'm the uh, biomanufacturing inventory control specialist for uh, Gentier, the downtown location. I actually started as a temp in October, but I was officially hired as part of BBG uh, December 12th, I believe. Oh, so you came on board um, officially a little after Audra, but you came on board like to work with us a little bit before. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I was in the uh, headquarters receiving area. Oh, okay, great. So tell us a little bit more about what did you guys think about working together under the same umbrella of BioBridge Global? Did you have any hesitations? Did it feel like a perfect situation? Tell us how you felt about it. And maybe we'll start with Audra because you guys are, uh, you might have different opposing views of it. Um, Actually, no, I didn't have any hesitation about it. Um, I looked at it as two very good opportunities for both of us in different areas. I'm pretty sure I was like, I will stay out of your lane. Um, <laughs> let you do what you're going to do uh, over there at Gen Cure, but I didn't have any hesitation about it. I didn't have any, because I don't think I fully realized that we were going to be kind of under the same like umbrella company, so to speak. Um, so I wasn't really thinking about that too much, but then our roles are so different and worked in different areas. So I just thought it was going to be cool. Oh. And she has more badge access. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we found out that today, trying to get access over here to the podcast room. McKinsey yeah. had access. Got to be able to deliver, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> so Audra, tell me a little bit about like McKinsey growing up, since we, we want to get to know her and we want to get to know you a little bit more as people. So was there something that stood out about her as she grew up uh, as her mom? So many things, yeah. But overall, actually, Mackenzie was a very good baby. Very good baby, toddler, always doing the right thing. Makes you want to have more children. You're like, wow, this is like really easy. Um, She didn't get into things. If it was nap time, okay, stay on your bed. And she would. Like, so just very good child overall. As she got older, uh, the competitive nature, she has like an internal competitive nature that you might not really see, but even with board games as a child, I mean, it was like, look, we're, we're going to stop playing with you because you're so competitive. Um, so she kind of went through that and then uh, just kind of tagging on with her being an overall good child baby. She was just always a very good student. We didn't have to remind, we didn't have to follow up, and she was, I mean, she was just easy. Well, I think she probably takes out of her mom. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Yeah, so far that's my been my experience. You know, Andra's kind of like self-driven. She just does her thing. She doesn't cause any trouble. So, yeah. and your you guys, your work ethic stands out. So, um, well, Mackenzie, tell me a little bit about some things you admire about your mom, and uh, and any any stories you wish to tell about growing up. Uh, <laughs> well. There's, there's so many things I could say. Uh, I'm just, I think overall, just so proud to have her as my mom. Because she's accomplished so many things over her career, in her life. And so, like, whenever I get to tell people that, like, this is my mom. <laughs> Look at her. She's great. She's fabulous. Love her. Um, but she's always been, uh, like, one of my biggest supporters and everything I put my mind to, she's there to help out. Whenever I got too stressed, she was there to be like, calm down, it's not it's not that big of a deal. We will get through this, like, let's see what we can do now, what we can handle, and we'll get it taken care of. We will meet mission. Meet mission. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> it's something she always says, we're gonna, we gotta meet mission. Yeah, we, gotta, we will. That's really cool. Are there activities you guys still like to do together? I know Audra is a big scrapbooker. I mean, I've heard about this, and I can't wait to see like some of these things that she might put together. But are there things that you guys like to do with crafts or or sports or just entertainment? Anything that you like to do together? We go to Orange Theory Fitness together a lot. Like we usually go to at least one class each week together, and then occasionally, if our schedules match up after work, then we'll see each other at that class so and probably even more I tried to get her on the craft train but she she wasn't really getting on the bus she was very good in art uh in yeah. school so I yeah. thought okay maybe but she would she hasn't really gravitated to that so we do also share in retail therapy yeah. on occasion <laughs> uh, I'm a little more extensive than she is but she will get on that bus and we'll we'll go enjoy some shopping and you know going to grab coffee I, I got to experience Audra's retail therapy. <laughs> uh, the, the meat mission was a big thing when we were out at we were out in Rancho Mirage, and we had a chance yeah. to go downtown. It was a lot of fun. One evening, we had dinner and we shopped, and we went to Una Una de I think I'm probably gonna say that wrong. Cinco probably is, is how it's said, but it's like yeah. a, a jeweler, and it, they have amazing stuff. And Andre and I were in there, and she was trying to get me to buy. I, I had such indecision about what to get. She did. I she did. get anything in the end. I was like, hey, just commit. Make a decision. <laughs> get it. Commit. <laughs> but it's fun to shop with her, so I can totally oh, yeah. understand retail therapy with Audra. Mm -hmm. So are there uh, stories, like funny stories uh, growing up, or like just that you, that you could think of that you'd love to have uh, an opportunity to share? Yeah, so there is a story that Mackenzie is involved in. She's not, then it's not. I'm a supporting character. She is, a, yeah, she's a supporting character. <laughs> but it, it's completely related to, to her brother. So uh, my husband and I try to make them handle all of their affairs when they're at school from you deal with the administration, you deal with the payment, but you know, follow, follow guidance, but you execute. And so his, he was given the instructions to. You know, go into his account to see if it had been paid because he's using the GI Bill. And so my husband was wanting to check to see. And so he got in and um, 
did whatever he did. My husband calls him later and says, did you check? He's like, I took care of it. He's like, what do you mean you took care of it? He said, I paid uh, Texas Tech. He's like, what do you mean you paid Texas Tech? Because it's, it's, <laughs> it's attached to our account. And so I was in Virginia. Lance, I believe, was over at BAMC. Mackenzie was upstairs. And so she heard all this commotion going on on the FaceTime, came downstairs. Miles was stressed because Lance just mm -hmm. said whatever he said to him. Mackenzie came downstairs like, what happened? He's like, I, I don't know. I paid Texas Tech. And Mackenzie was like, oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> You don't pay until dad says, you know, mm -hmm. to go ahead and pay. So lesson learned to the <laughs> tune of about eight or $9,000. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so we, it, it finally sorted itself out. But it, we were like, you have shut down the household. <laughs> like you have, yeah. So uh, that yeah. is actually one I thing. I had to sort of step in, help mediate, because <laughs> my, like, my brother gets stressed, and then my dad gets stressed, and it's just, they don't mesh well in that scenario i'm like okay you just need like call make sure they don't process that let dad cool off just <laughs> i i it walked was, into a crisis it was <laughs> it's funny now we can laugh about it but it was it wasn't funny then it wasn't lance said it's the whole hall and design they were like are you okay are you okay? He's like, what are you doing? Yeah, every family needs a, a mediator like that. Like, yeah, no. so she did step in. <laughs> but we don't really have any specific, I'm trying to think of a funny, when she was older, when she was younger, mm -hmm. um, we were at the San Antonio Zoo, mm -hmm. and somehow Mackenzie got her head caught in the bars at one of the um, exhibits. At one of the exhibits. I don't remember yet. It actually takes her aunt Shannon to tell the story, but um, she was caught. I was <laughs> she was caught in there, and I'm like, I don't even remember how we had to work at it for a little while to get her head, uh, you know, out from there. So it really takes aunt Shannon to tell that story. But um, that so now we got to revisit the zoo, try and find the scene. I think I have a picture. Yeah, I think I have a picture of it somewhere. So we're gonna have to go back and find that. But oh, well. those are just a couple. Oh well, couple luckily you survived the uh, the encounter at the zoo. <laughs> Gosh, that sounds scary. Yeah. Well, um, tell me a little bit more, Mackenzie, about what your dreams and aspirations are. Like, do, are those still evolving, or do you have some things that you'd like to accomplish as you think to the future? Um, I think those are still evolving. Because it's sort of hard to figure out, like, where exactly I'd like to, I guess, like, end up with what my end goal is. Um, I think at some point I'd like to go uh, and get my master's. Mm -hmm. But I want to save up some money first for that a little bit. Um, but I just wanted to, like, kind of grow my position here at BBG, see what opportunities and paths it takes me down. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you, Audra? I, I know you've already fulfilled a ton yeah, of good. aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, are, when you actually uh, think about you know what people think of people versus how they are, sometimes there's always a surprise. Is there something that people would never guess as they get to meet you or know about you? That's like the wild card question they give us. Is there anything people would be surprised by if they, uh, if they got to know you more? Mm. I think people get surprised 
by um, like how talkative I can be because I'm very quiet when I initially meet people and I usually like if I don't have much to say about something then I won't really talk uh, but if I'm interested in something or if I have a lot to say I, I can go on and, so and think, on and on and on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so like I think some people get kind of um, shocked when they see how much I will talk because um, I was shyer when I was younger but then it was less that I'm shy and more I'm just quiet until I get to know someone a bit more and then like my mom said earlier I'm more competitive than probably what even I realize because I'll go into something thinking like oh no this is it's no big deal and it's, it's a big deal it is yes. <laughs> yeah so anything for like surprising for you Audra like anything yeah. you well let me co-sign on the talkative first <laughs> because it'd be a general hey I'm stopping at the store do you need anything you know call FaceTime and it will go on I'm like I need to break contact. You know, like, let's, mm -hmm. yes, get this, but Mackenzie will just keep going on and on. Because I'm trying to tell her something. <laughs> so, yeah, and so, her dad and I are both like, your daughter, your daughter, <laughs> she's going to, you know, she's going to make us be involved in the whole process. Um, with me, I don't know. I think that they're probably surprised to know that I'm just pretty approachable, down to earth. I like to have a good time. Um I think it's about it. She's funny. Uh, she gives us laughing yeah. hysterics at work every <laughs> yeah. single day. So it's, it's the yeah. delivery. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I knew I knew that she was like very accomplished, capable, and impressive lady with a lot of like history in the blood banking space that we mm -hmm. needed to have. But the and also very genuine. You could get that from oh, the yeah. interview. But what we didn't get like a full picture of is how <laughs> how entertaining Audra can be. So I think that oh, yeah. yeah, you guys probably share that. <laughs> We try, we try. Well, anything else that you guys, any questions you have for me or uh, thoughts about where, where we're heading as an organization and, and things you're thinking about as you get into your work here? I'll defer to Mackenzie first. Oh, you can go first. Oh, I can go first. Yeah. Actually, I don't think I have any specific questions. Um, I like where we're headed and just excited to be a part of it. So anything I can do to support you, um, BBG, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Team, and specifically my blood operations team, mm -hmm. here to support. Yeah. I mean, I'm part of the materials management team, so, you know, mm -hmm. whatever we can do to help support to meet mission. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to use that. I'm going to borrow that meet mission. Meet mission. Got to meet it. Well, thank you guys for being here today and uh, really enjoyed this podcast with you. And I know that our audience will too. So thanks again. Thank, thank you. you. Executive producers of the Hearts of Fire podcast are Adrian Mendoza and Jay Pajinski. The producers have their hues. Our director is Angelica Sandoval with technical assistance from Matt Flores. The Hearts of Fire logo was designed by Roberto Esquivel. If you have a question, a suggestion, an idea for a guest, please send us an email, heartsofire at biorichglobal.org. We'll see you next time.